Yes, indeed. Live Imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. We lost him back in 2020. Happy birthday to the legend. Little Richard. Love Little Richard. Oh, he's the best. Do you guys know what this song's really about? Uh, no, enlighten me. Chris's <laughs> parents know. Chris, do you mind turning on my microphone? No, because this isn't San Diego small market radio. DeAndre, you got to learn that you got to turn on the mics. What did you say about my parents? Let's no, you don't. They said they knew what it was about. What? Oh, the song, yeah. What it's they, about what sex. It about? <laughs> Thank you. Wop, bop, a loo, bop, a wop, bam, boom. He actually really? says in the real version, he says tutti frutti, good booty. Good booty. I guess good booty. Really? Mm-hmm. That's some good booty right there, It's in huh? his documentary about him. Oh, well, I know you saw the doc. It's a, I guess it's a known thing in the radio biz, which Chris's dad obviously knows very well. He said he was a really nice guy, too. Yeah, my dad did a couple of concerts with him. And much like you and me, Cappy, mm. Tootie, uh, Little Richard Tootie? lived in a hotel oh, on really? Sunset. And you and I, we don't live at the hotel on Sunset, but we live at a hotel across the street. Right, right across the street, right, right across from Figueroa, man, right down here in L.A. Live, the East Central. That's our home away from home. We'll be there tonight. Anybody want to come hang out? Chris's dad said that he could just call up Little Richard, and he said he was a sweetheart of a guy. Took his call, and he'd be like, yeah, I'll talk to you right now. Mucho's a legend, that's why. Well, thank you. Call well, everybody. What would he have to call Little Richard about? They were putting on concerts together. Oh, yo, Little Rich. He call him Little Richard. He call him Richard. He call him Dick. What do you call him? <laughs> I don't know. I was. You should ask him. <laughs> I was very young. I, I don't even know. <laughs> you were just waiting for that, weren't you? We'll get pops. In, we'll get pops in here one day to tell you. you wanted some to ask that question. I would actually like to see know. my father try to Impromptu? react to you. So that would be interesting. You would like no, to see your dad, dad try to react to me. Your dad is too classy. Hey, don't do wrong, that to him. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, when, when Lindsay walked in the house there on Thanksgiving night, I think my dad was a little starstruck. In yeah. what way? Big fan, producer Lindsay. Big fan. Oh, he's a big fan of producer Lindsay. He listens to this I'm show nonstop. He really? He loves Sedano and Cap. Why doesn't he come on and tell us about his meetings with Little Richard? Well, one day. Well, today would be a good day. What? <laughs> one day. <laughs> no. I mean, just given the circumstances, you know what I'm saying? All right, I mean, so we could talk to him next year during Little Richard's birthday. That's a good idea. Let's book him right now. There you go. Let's book him today. <laughs> a year from now. Get on his calendar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, George, you were, you were asking about uh, USC, and Beto said oh. he had a conversation with Pete Carroll earlier today, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. Did you have a conversation with Pete Carroll? No, why would I? Because Cappy's like, who'd you talk to? Who'd you talk to? Like, Pete Carroll. There you go. Nice. That's all. No, I don't know him. Beto, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Because... Because he's Sark. talking to me. Don't answer well, him. Well, I'm allowing him See, to go small ahead time. and ask him. Small time. Ask, I'm allowing him to ask you a question. Has go been. ahead. Has go been. ahead. What's up? So me? I, you know, what I you love college. Mijo. Oh, Mijo. Mijo. Yeah. You know, I, I love college football. Yes. Um, the voice. But of I have, I have very vague recollections of. I mean, I know the gist of what happened with Sark. I remember the situations. Where he came allegedly on campus. Not allegedly. No, it was bad. Well, well, no. On campus, yeah. right during practices and allegedly in games, allegedly and then at a, and things at a like donors that. Uh, a at an event, event. Yeah. Right. right? I know, I know all that. Act the fool. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Yet Did again, I have try- a lot to ask you. I, it, Go ahead. <laughs> this freaking guy. The the uh, <laughs> eagle. <laughs> call me, ho. Did Did they ever try to help him? No. It was. Uh, they pretty much. It was pretty much there's a door. Yeah, like dude, um, you got to go. You've embarrassed us. Yeah, um, but he also. But why? Why? Why not? Though, like, why not try to? From help what him? I remember, he wasn't exactly liked by everybody. 
Uh, in but the, that's part in, of the problem there. In the bo- exactly the SE. They, from what I remember, those some boosters who weren't Team Sark. So it was like ah. He did that, but there's always go. like that's the thing about that place that just yes. is mind-boggling to me is that no one's ever on the same page. No, it feels no, like no, there. not not when it comes to the money because there's different factions of I have more money than you guys, and it's like you can you have to be on certain sides. Well, your question if, though is a good question because I remember back then your question is why did they not try and get him help? Right, right. Yeah, they didn't kick him out right away, but it wasn't like. But but like he, Sark was also going through issues off of the field. Well, I know he tried to sue them later, and it became like more of a yeah. civil suit or whatever. But he also but that had, was way other, down the road. It, it was good for Sark to get out of here yes. for his personal life. But you know what, though, here's the thing that I think you're leading towards, George, which is now Steve he's Sarkeesian, turned into a good coach. Well, yeah. not not Steve Sarkeesian has he has gone from disgraced, if you will, and yeah. and and. Could have like found himself never coaching again. Yeah, correct. But, but it required somebody to take a chance. It was saving on a guy, right? Somebody yeah. to take a chance on a guy who had had personal problems. Yeah, but still was thought of as a good coach. Rehabilitate your life and your career. Yeah, get yourself mm-hmm. to a great program, historically speaking, like Texas, and look where Steve Sarkeesian is today. Yeah, it was going to take a while. He had to leave L.A. and he did that. He lost his family and he moved on and he went. He went to Al- to Tuscaloosa. Because he had hit rock bottom, he wasn't a coordinator. He just was he was like a QB consultant or something like that. Well, I think of the first season he was an analyst. He eventually yeah. became the offensive coordinator. Yeah, exactly. So like that's right. what he had to do. But he hit rock bottom personally to go and dig himself back up. So it's a reclamation process. Everybody loves to throw the dirt on you, but then when you climb back up, it's like, oh yeah, we were there. So like it wouldn't have happened for him at USC. Yeah, but you know the truth of the matter is, and I mean, even at Texas, there's some people who didn't like him right away. And there's still some speculation for people like, that's not our guy. He's mm. still got the California guy, you yeah. know? Yeah, but you know what? I'll just say one thing about both he, Sarkeesian, and Lane Kiffin. Because Lane Kiffin, you know, he's got that reputation yeah. for being kind of a goofball, you know? Um, both guys. He's that guy. He, but both guys have, they've left Pete Carroll. They both had their opportunities at SC. Um, in, in Lane's case, he had the opportunity with the Raiders. Al Davis, I mean... That, but that's the guy who fired him. He's all a liar. But both those guys had too much too soon. But right, they as were head so, co- as head coaches. Yes, they were so young, and they got in over their head because they were too young. But they can't say no to those million dollar jobs. And of course not. And and look, they have they have risen. Is what I'm saying. You know, they, they yeah. are good coaches. They did come in Lane Kiffin's case. His dad, Monty Kiffin, was a great coach. And you know, both of these guys went to the Pete Carroll School when they were kids. They got yeah. their master's degrees, if you will, from. Pete Carroll University. Yeah, and then they also both went to Alabama when they hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Lane also had his own issues off the field. You know, yeah. he's divorced now, and he had to go and build himself back up. Like oh, he, listen, I jokingly say it, but it's true. It's the Nick Saban wayward school of of coaches. Right, you know wayward son. He rehabs these coaches. That's exactly yeah. right. A lot so, of guys come out of there. And, and so while we kind of is impressive, we give Pete Carroll the credit because they were young kids. But I think Nick Saban gets a lot of credit too. For yeah, putting these guys back together. They, that was also the only place that they had an opportunity. Because they were st- such damaged goods. Yeah. Well, because other- no because one would question Nick, Saban. Right. That's the difference. Is yeah. that Nick Nick literally we dictates what he wants. Exactly. And and he knows that both of those guys, for whatever troubles they may have had, were excellent football coaches. Yep. Also, where did like Kiffin went from the Raiders to SC? So where, where, Florida that? Atlantic Florida University. Florida Atlantic. Right. That's Boca the one. Raton, darling. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like a commuter school, right? It's a tiny little school. And he, they yeah. won. They didn't have football until, I want to say, like the Howard mid to late 90s. Right. Howard yeah. Schellenberger, the former Miami coach and the former Louisville coach, he started, started the, the program. program. That's right. Yeah. And now they've wow. got a really nice on campus stadium. They do. And they play decent football. 
And Lane Kiffin took a monster, monster step back to go and become an SEC caliber head coach. Yeah. Now, now I just love his Twitter where he's trolling people. He's good about it. Yeah. But I, I was just curious as to why Pat Hayden, or maybe, and Pat Hayden may not have been equipped to handle that, right? But no. why they didn't at least try to help him at that time? Was would, my question. As I recall, was, uh, my recollection was they were kind of ready to get rid of him. Yeah. It was like it had been brewing for a while. Yeah. The, yeah. The, enough of those stories. All right, um, stick around, everybody. Coming up tonight, the Lakers and the Suns. And George here is going to explain to us how this in-season tournament works from here. That's next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. All right, Cappy, but first let me tell you about my friend Jacob and Ronnie. Listen, you know the deal, man. If you're riding in the back seat or injured in an Uber or Lyft accident, it's a completely different situation, okay? Your driver's covered by Uber or Lyft, so not only are you dealing with the other person's insurance, you need to speak with the rideshare company's insurance too. And you don't want to deal with this on your own. That's a lot of people you have to deal with. You need an expert. You need my guy, Jacob. So you get into an accident, regardless of what it is, but especially if it's Uber or Lyft, call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Or visit him online at calljacob.com. He's an expert when it comes to this stuff, handling Uber and Lyft accidents particularly. Years ago, Jacob and his team took on these cases before anybody else did. And Jacob understands all the nuances involved in these particular types of accidents. So if you're injured in any type of rideshare accident, only one name to remember, Jacob Jacob, Jacob, you heard him today on Game of Games. Remember, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. You call Jacob, he'll win for you. Call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB, 844-24-JACOB, or visit him online at calljacob.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and Cap. Live Imaging Tuesday, 4.30 in the Southland. You know whose birthday it is today? Who? Tell me, sucker. We lost him in 1966. Okay. Walt Disney. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Oh, that that's had the, the part where it goes. Ha. It does. Ha ha. You just wanted to say, oh boy. Oh boy. Well, this is the theme from Fantasmic, which is really my favorite thing at Disneyland. Even though it's down right now. The dragon's down. And apparently the dragon's never coming back like it used to. Really? They're gonna do like a CGI dragon. Because mm. <laughs> it, you know, went up in flames. Hence but I the reason why safe, it's on, on, on uh, you know, that's, hence why it's not going on right now. As safe as everything is at Disneyland, the technology, the rides, the fact that that dragon got loose, and you got to be careful when the dragons get loose. You know that is the truth, sucker. Seriously, that is a phrase to live by. For real. Yo, my kids want to go back to Disneyland on Christmas Eve this year. They had so much fun at, at Christmas Eve last year 
that everybody wants to turn this into Did like. Did you save uh, up uh, for the tickets? No. Oh. No. Oh, but, you're expecting a hookup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. On Christmas Eve? Yeah, last year on Christmas Eve, took the whole mishbucha. On Christmas Eve. Well, you also had tickets from like the past two years that you did not know that you previously had. Correct. And so now. So now you used them all and you have like two. No, no. But on, on the 15th. You're right. However, I'm, we're going to get two more. Well, we're not getting them, I don't think, till January now. What? Yeah. You told me the 15th. That's what they said and then Come they changed on. it. What? Because they, they did the whole. I think, they, I think Wins pulled the old switcheroo. No, no, no. They did, did They did the whole. Re, they redid the whole reservation system so we don't have to do that whole long, drawn out process anymore. So now I don't have any tickets proce- to go? And in the process of doing oh, that. Oh, God forbid you got to pay. Yeah, oh, wait a second. Hold on a second here. I, this is like on. the movie I'm going to get you, sucker. And yeah. she got you, sucker. She did get me, sucker. <laughs> no, they changed it. I can't help it. That's, I mean, that's weak. And she's coming up with you know? a reasoning that you'll never be able to figure out whether right. it's right or not. George, he knows. He knows they changed it, right, no George? Way, I'm not going for this, man. I can't go for that. <laughs> Nuh-uh. George knew because no when he do. was here and we were trying to you know, do the whole scheduling thing, he knew exactly how it worked. Forget mm-hmm. the scheduling thing. Mm-hmm. The scheduling thing is way harder than getting Disney tickets. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, just ask someone. Just ask, uh, you know, ask Bob. Hey, Bob. I know Sedano has a personal relationship with him. Maybe you can hey King Sedano oh, to hey King I Bob. Not, I do not have a personal relationship. Well, he Lindsay? did. He you know did what? personally invite you to the town hall, though, George. You, so I feel like that's somewhat of a relationship, you, you, right? You know what? You're right, though. You're right. Because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on to my ESPN email, which I very rarely use. I'm going to type in Bob Iger's name because anybody's email is, is available to us. Um, and I'm going to write an email to Bob Iger. And I'm going to say, Bob. Do me a favor, will you? I'm two tickets short on on Christmas Eve. Can you hook a brother up? And I'm sure he'll take care of it. Yeah. It was nice knowing you, Kevin. Cody, you don't think so. Cody, you say no. That's Andre. No, no, no. Back further. Cody's in the back going like this. Nah, 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 dog. Why, you think Bob Iger would fire me for asking for Disney tickets that I'm legitimately entitled to? Well, no, you had them. You gave them to Lindsay. No, he didn't. He didn't give me his tickets. He oh, used them last year. No, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, everybody calm down. No, no, Let's no. Get excited. He used his own. <laughs> You're trying to blame me. <laughs> no, I thought you guys pulled the old switcheroo. No, no switcheroo. No. no. Cappy didn't give me any tickets. No, I know better than Cappy, to count on him. No, Come on. No, Chris, Chris, what Lindsay said is Cappy, in the two years he had worked here previously, I mean, didn't I could, know how to access the tickets. Right. right. So I, so he yeah. used those tickets last year to get oh. his whole mishbuka in. Right, uh, but I have two tickets that I was given earlier in the year. As yeah, you get them twice Disney. a year. You get two and two. Okay, so when's why, the second two? Why, why do would you, they come in January? You, so how many people do you have as dependents? Four, five, something like that. Well, then you need to change your, your yeah, that's HR your information. I can't yeah. deal with HR anymore. You have no idea. I was on well, the I'm phone with them you. last week. There's a whole whole freaking mess. Well, you want your tickets. Right, that's your issue because if you're only getting two and you have four dependents, then that's that's your right, problem. I'm going to start calling somebody next, and I will email Bob Iger for sure. 100%. So, but to explain it though, they they changed the reservation system so you can use the same one as every other person that isn't a cast member, and so they automatically link everything into the account, and everyone uses the same system. And when they did that, a whole lot of things got screwed up. And there's all kinds of glitches and reservations got messed up and everything. So then they're delaying the winter ticket release until January. You should fix that because if you can do the schedule around here, you can easily fix that. No problem. You know what? I had to deal with it myself, but I got some tickets from um, one of my friends who's an ESPN employee who Who, didn't even. Bob Iger? No, from Dustin Fox. Dustin Fox? Yeah. Is he out of tickets or he got a couple extras? (laughs) I don't know. You might have to ask him. (laughs) What is going on? George knows him pretty well, too. You can hate King George to hate King Lee. You could just buy tickets. No, no. Yeah, you could. Come on, no. Yeah, you could just buy tickets. Don't be foolish. Come on. What's wrong with buying tickets? Exactly right, DeAndre. If I buy the tickets, <laughs> I will be there until they close that park. Well, that's kind of the point. If yeah. I don't buy the like tickets, every other I won't feel guilty when I leave a little early. You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, I found a way to bring my five family members and myself along there on Friday. So you'll figure it out, Cap. That's right. You're a resourceful. I'm resourceful. I'm very resourceful. All right, George, speaking of resourceful, listen, tonight, Lakers Suns. Mm-hmm. So where we are in this first ever in-season tournament, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I've been relying on you this whole time to try to explain it based on the fact that you're in all these NBA meetings and you're much closer. And as an outsider talking to an insider, can you explain to us tonight if the Lakers win, what happens? If the Lakers lose, what happens in the in-season tournament? If the Lakers win tonight, they're going to Vegas. Okay. Vegas. Vegas. They're going to go to Vegas, and Thursday night they're going to play the Pelicans, if that's the case. Fly, Pelican, they, fly. And then the, they'll face the winner of the East game, um, which will be determined today because we'll see what happens with Milwaukee and New York. Um, and who else is playing tonight? I don't know. I didn't see. I have to check real quick. Okay. Um, oh, it's what? Well, right, Milwaukee, New York. If The winner of Milwaukee, New York will face Indiana, who checked their uh, box, uh, their, their punched their ticket yesterday. Okay. Okay, he's still with us? No, he Apparently just, not. He I mean, he was just, he just he was, dropped he was out dropping knowledge. He was dropping knowledge about how Indiana had punched their ticket yesterday. And so the winner of the Knicks Bucks early in the first quarter, Knicks up 6 2, the winner of this game goes to Vegas to play Indiana. And then the Suns and Lakers tonight, and the winner of that game moves on to Vegas. And then we lost George. That's a good job, Cappy. Well, it's a luckily, recap. Luckily, he didn't cut out earlier because you had no clue what he was talking about. So that's good that he informed you. Yeah, he's not just informing me. He's informing everybody. Well, that's the point, right? Yeah, because not because everybody see, knows listen, this we stuff. We can be an informative radio show, too. We're not all just fun and games here. We're not all just fluff and, you know, we're not just super hot. We're also really smart. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I was about to get up and go to the restroom. I told uh, producer D, DeAndre, I'm going to get up. I got to use the restroom and I got to get something out of my fridge yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. Had that happened, Lindsay mm-hmm. would have had to jump up here on the space uh, ship. And does do you feel like Lindsay's uh, she's competent and capable and ready to roll? I think she'd figure it out after a few moments. Okay, but she doesn't know what's going on. She has to figure it out. No, I, I mean, I, I know how to run the board. I know how to run a board. Okay, how about this board? This board's a little different. Yeah. It's a little bigger than... Uh, like you said, I could figure it this out. This is a major market console. Okay. Not like what you guys... Oh, Sedato's back. <laughs> Not like you guys have it. Cleveland and San Diego. By the way, I, I ran do you know it what happened? It's a, major, it a, it's a major market I board. I ran it at a different station in LA, just not here. Major market by, board. By, by the way, do you want to know what happened? I literally hit my phone by accident, huh. and the Comrex uh, app that I use, uh, which is the app that we, we use to connect to the station, it, it's like, it comes up like a phone call. So I hit the phone. I must have hit the end button by accident. <laughs> the red end button, not like if I was a phone call. So he got tired of talking to Cappy on the phone. Well, no, here's what um, happened. So, so, so anyway. So let me tell you where you were. So yeah. the Knicks and the Bucks are playing. The winner punches their ticket to go take on Indiana, who did In that Vegas. last night. Okay. In Vegas, okay. right. And, and then the winner of that game moves on to the finals. Yeah, so long story short, Lakers win tonight, they go to Vegas. Lakers lose tonight, they host Sac- uh, Sacramento. If the Lakers get to Vegas, they're going to take on the Pelicans. And the winner of the Milwaukee Knicks game will take on Indiana, who's already going to be in Vegas. And then the Lakers will play the winner of whoever comes out of the East Side. Okay, but wait a second. Um, go back to the if they if were they to lose. If they beat the Pelicans, right. obviously. No, no, but if, if they were to lose, if, if the Lakers were to lose tonight to Phoenix. Tonight, they host Sacramento. And they host Sacramento what? Like in a regular season game? or Correct. So, but it's not a it's it, the in season tournament. They're eliminated. They're out. They move on to the rest of their regular Correct. season. We're in the one and done portion of the in season tournament. So I'm just I will admit I'm confused about something. Okay, 
Like what? Well, so I'm looking at the schedule, right? The schedule is tonight, Phoenix. And then, and I always knew there was kind of a weird part of the schedule where it was like, well, this doesn't make sense. There's seven days off in between games because the next game on the schedule is at Dallas Tuesday of next week, right? So how is it that the NBA is doing this? Like you lose, you're eliminated. Why is Sacramento up next? Because it's not on the schedule. I'm trying to figure that part of it out. How does this... How are they making this adjustment on the fly? Well, I mean, they do it with the teams that made it to the quarterfinals. They had already, they had, once the teams were eliminated on November 29th, right, and we were down to eight teams in the quarterfinals, the other 22 teams in the NBA got their schedules for the rest of the way, um, for those for that gap that you were referring to. But the teams in the actual tournament would have to play the teams in the actual, that were also in the 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 tournament, you know, like the quarterfinal version of it. So that's how they determined that. Had the Pelicans lost, the Lakers would have played the Pelicans. Wait, wait, if, if the lost. Pelicans lost, the Lakers would have played the Pelicans? If the Pelicans and Lakers both would have lost, uh-huh. okay, if Sacramento would have beat New Orleans yesterday got it. and the Lakers lost to the Suns, they would have faced each other. You get what I'm saying? The teams that lose are facing each other. Ah, oh, no, I didn't get that. <laughs> yes. I didn't put that together. In a, in a regular season game, if they get eliminated from the tournament. Okay, if the Lakers lose and they play the Kings next, where is that game? It will be in Los Angeles. And do you, And when is that game? Do we? Is it Thursday? I think it's Thursday, or is it this Friday? It would be Friday, okay. I believe. Okay, all right. I, listen, I will admit, okay, like, I, I know a lot of people think it's fashionable to down on the in-season tournament. I'm not that person. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. You know the ratings have been great during the in-season tournament games. Yeah, I find it to be interesting and entertaining. Like, tonight, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I feel like it's more than just a regular season game. Look, if this were just a, any old regular game where Kevin Durant and LeBron James are going to be on the floor against one another, because wasn't it earlier this year we were talking about... First time since Christmas of 2018. Right. Yeah. So when you put Kevin Durant and LeBron James on the floor together, I'm in. But having these added stakes makes it that much more interesting and I think entertaining. But I am I was confused. I think you did a good job of explaining that the loser of this bracket plays the loser of that bracket. They go back to the regular season and that's the adjustment to the schedule on the fly. That's Correct. what I didn't get. On November 29th, after those games, they determined who the eight teams in the quarterfinals would be. The other 22 teams got their schedule for the remaining couple of days that were blank at that particular moment. And then at the the teams in the eight would play each other win or in a winner's bracket or a loser's bracket. But the actual loser's bracket is not a bracket. It's basically just a regular season right. game. Moving on point. to the regular season. Got it. All right. Yeah. Um, coming up, is Jim Harbaugh destined to become the next head coach of the we'll tell you that coming right back this is sedano and cap on 710 espn that's right caller number seven is on the line ready to go for the 12 days of 710 robert fuentes from east la my man are you ready to pick a holiday box in the 710 studio how's it going Kevin? What's yes. going on, my dog? I'm going to go with you. Okay. Okay. Hear that right there? I was going to ask Robert Fuentes, whose holiday box you want to pick? Travis, Slee, Mace, Ireland? Shit, I know. But you're going to pick me, huh, Robert? Yeah. Yeah. The Kaplan Box. 
Here we go. Let's see what's inside the box. Congratulations. You win a pair of tickets to the L.A. Bowl, hosted by Gronk at SoFi Stadium on December 16th. Don't miss the action when UCLA battles Boise State. Suites and tickets are available now. Come early and visit the FanFest. Visit LABowlGame.com for more information on tickets and game day activities. Plus, you get a gift card from our friends at Islands. That's what's in the box, Jack. Okay, hey, can I, can I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to jump in here because, first of all, congratulations, bro. The LA Bowl is fun. I did the game. I did the game for two years. It's a blast. You're gonna have a blast at the game. Um, I only laugh because Cappy has literally tried to hit me up for tickets to that game, and you're gonna get the tickets instead, which is awesome. Or, or Robert Fuentes. Well, you email me. Well, well, Robert. Hey, I'm thinking maybe I need a couple of tickets to the LA Bowl. Maybe you and I can make a deal, buddy. Okay, that works. Yeah, maybe. tell him you want to trade your Disney tickets. No, no, not Disney tickets. I was thinking maybe one of my bottles of tequila mandala would be a nice trade. Maybe that's the work. I don't know, man. I want to go to the L.A. Bowl now. Now I'm really into the L.A. Bowl. I'm a big Gronk fan. I'm a Boise State fan. I'm going to go check out UCLA. Robert Fuentes, what station takes care of you during the season of winning? Sedano and Cat. The 12 Days of 710. The 12 Days of 710. It's the season of winning on 710. God, that was hilarious. That was awesome. I was just happy that there was... Is that the first time you've done one of our highly produced major market contests? Uh, No, that was probably the uh, second time I've ever done one of our highly produced major market contests. I love the... What station takes care of you? Shut on cap. Sedano cap. Sedano cap. Because we are the station. No, I'm just kidding. The laugh, the Sedano laugh in the background when the <laughs> oh my god, when the and better too. Well, I was kind of worried that like you know he was going to open up the box and there was going to be like nothing in it. You know, like I thought that was going to be the goof. But the L.A. Bowl, the Gronk Bowl, December fifteenth of Friday, UCLA and Boise State. Sixteenth. Oh, is it the 16th? It's mm-hmm. a Saturday night, not a Friday night? Okay, good. I think it is a Friday, but the date is the 16th. No, Saturday's the 16th. Saturday is the 16th. That's the day that I am challenged by owner Sam Pines to walk black gold with him. No carts. Okay, you can do that. Well, then it is really? on a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, black gold is tough, man. No, I know, but you that's could do it. That's a lot of hills. You could do it. No, it's the, it's the angles, it's the slope. It's no, I tough. got it, but like tomorrow morning when Chris and I go out for our morning walk, I don't want to stay in the city. I actually think we should leave... And go out and get to like, I don't know, like a Runyon Canyon kind of a place. Runyon you know Canyon's 45 minutes away. I understand, but do we got to go climb We're not going hills? anywhere. So basic. I have to get into the office. Why is it basic? Guess what every basic influencer does. Oh, Run- Runyon. Runyon Canyon. Well, I mean, that's just oh. like the place I know. I've walked Live, there before. Love, laugh. Oh, you know, I've, I've been there before. That's where I've walked. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I haven't done any influential and videos I got there. You. Hollywood side tomorrow morning. I'll Cappy. do that. Cappy, I'll come hiking. Okay. Cappy, come, come, hiking, come hiking with me and Beto. I would love to. Tomorrow morning, George? Oh, no, you're gone. Well, you I'm not going to be here. Actually, no, Cappy, I got you tomorrow. I'll pick you up, fool. Yeah, what time? Sand dunes, Manhattan Beach. What, I got you. What time? Uh, I'm doing them at 9 a.m. Uh, it might be a little oh, too late. We, like, we need work, like a Beto. 5 a.m. He doesn't. No, I do. Yeah, 5 a.m. Hey, dude, listen. You know what we should do tomorrow morning? Adrian Gonzalez. Adrian Gonzalez puts on a 5.30 a.m. circuit workout at his house. And I've been saying to him, bro, I got to come. He's like, come anytime you want. Yeah, Let's you and go. Mario Lopez can go hang out too. Mario Lopez, not Mario Lopez. Okay. I say like Mario Lopez, but it's Mario Lopez. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, mijo. As uh, Laura would say, mm. Mm. Well, you think he's sus? No, just keep going. Anyway, Anyways. here's my point. 
Chris, we can't, we got to get out of the city. We got to put in real exercise no, I, here. We did real exercise. That we was did, a great workout. It was not week. good enough. It was fine. For you, not Just for me. Just go walk down the street, bro. You're good. That's what we did. He gets scared. That's the problem. He gets scared. Well, I've asked DeAndre to escort us. We get past like... <laughs> One more time. You got your fanny pack, though, man. I do have my fanny pack. We yeah. get past like 6th Street. He goes, um, you think we need to turn around, Chris? I'm like, no, we're fine. Well, that's because I'm worried about Chris. He gets scared. <laughs> you know, he looks at people I've on the streets wa- and no, he's like- I've been walking these streets much longer than you've been I've around. been walking these streets at night, just trying to get it right. <laughs> Such an idiot. Hard to see with so many around. Again, George, you're a saint. Mm. I, j- I text George at least twice a week. You do? You're a saint. He's Radio a saint Hall of, of Fame. Really? For Hall what of you with. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. See, that is, that's true. You're walking to get away from the things you've done. I'm starting to run fast from the things I've done. It's a great song, man. I like this bit. You like it? I do. I was just walking <laughs> to the streets of downtown LA. Because you belong to this city. The funny thing is, last week, Wins joined on a walk with Chewy, and we were out late. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even blink. Not oh, really? like you at 7 a.m. when the sun's out. Hey, Chris, uh, uh, it's okay to be over here. It's because I got Chewy. It's very he, dangerous. He belongs to the city. <laughs> I feel bad about it. I don't want you to be scared. I don't want you to get jumped. You need Chewy to walk with you to protect you. Why don't you take Chewy for a walk in the morning? Why don't you clean up after Chewy again? I didn't clean up after. You did clean up after. Hey, I'm about, I just took it for a walk. Let me tell you something. I took it for a walk. Listen to me. Because Lindsay had to go downstairs to do something. Cleaning up for somebody else's dog. I never cleaned That's up. That's lame, dude. I did not put a bag down. I told you that Chewy poops regularly twice a day. Yeah. And he had already gone for You're the day. You're such a bonehead. Are they Cabin. hard? You're such like a bonehead. Like where they're easy to pick up? Yeah, he's, he's got good solid poops. Okay. All good right. solid poops for a dog. He, he eats pumpkin every day. Hey, George, uh, our boy, the Brick, JT the Brick, the leader of the Raider Nation, will be joining us in about 20 minutes, plus Radio Tinder is at the top of the hour. Well, I do have one thing that we didn't finish because we have you teased if Jim Harbaugh dot, dot, dot going to be the coach of. Yep. Um, the story is, Lindsay, you have two separate stories, one that claims he could be the Raiders coach mm-hmm. and one that claims he could be the Chargers coach. Mm-hmm. There's rumors surrounding both. That's right. So let's start off with the Chargers side of things. You don't think it'll ever happen because they won't pay him? Well, that, and I also don't think that they could put up with Jim Harbaugh. Jim is a do-things-my-way kind of guy, and the Chargers are a do-things-our-way, so be happy to have this job and keep your mouth shut and do what we tell you to do until we fire you. So I don't know that Chargers ownership could deal with Harbaugh, and they know him because, I mean, you may remember, but Harbaugh played late in his career. Yeah, played late in his career for the Chargers. For the Raiders, though, you know, he really did, truth be told, Harbaugh started his coaching career in the Raider organization. Mm-hmm. So there is some tie there, but I think Mark Davis, if you're, when we can talk to JT about it, how many more times can you go for the big name, big money coach versus starting to believe in somebody that kind of embodies what you're all about? I love Antonio Pierce, man. Same. I, I would give him a shot, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. But I mean, Jim Harbaugh, 12 million, 13 million. I mean, maybe more. Okay. Uh, Antonio Pierce, 4 million, 5 million. Right, because it's the first time. Right. So to me, I mean, look, you have a, a, a division of Andy Reid and now Sean Payton. So you've got, you know, real, serious, Super Bowl credentialed head coaches. You know, maybe the Raiders would look at that and go, we can't go with Antonio Pierce. We have to have somebody comparable. Jim Harbaugh qualifies. Mm-hmm. He's been to a Super Bowl. That's right. 
lost that Super Bowl to his brother. And, and might and might win a national championship. You never know. And might finally, if he wins a national championship, be like, okay, hey, I've been here at Michigan. I think it's been 10 years-ish. Something like oh, that. I thank the Lord. Oh, I thank Coach Harbaugh. That's right. Me too. I want to thank Coach Harbaugh. Man, imagine how much that guy's going to cry if they win a national championship. Imagine oh how much God. that guy's going to cry if he gets Jim Harbaugh's head no. coaching job when Harbaugh takes the Raiders job. <laughs> or when Harbaugh leaves, right? Yeah, exactly. I want to thank the Lord. I mean, Harbaugh tried to leave last year. And they hired your boy Kevin O'Connell. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I watched Harbaugh the other day on that selection show, and he got super religious, you know? And I was like, where where'd that come from like i've never yeah, he did right i saw that he he praised he said to pray to our, our lord and savior jesus christ i've never heard him right. say that i was like then. i was like what happened did you like all of a sudden like uh i don't know like become well you know <laughs> i told you the story he doesn't eat chicken oh no chicken for jim harbaugh he says it's a nervous bird oh really <laughs> <laughs> nervous bird. oh man that's a really funny quote <laughs> That's Mason crazy. was telling us that you're not supposed to have the chicken on New Year's Eve. You don't want to start the year off with the nervous bird. Yeah, my mom told you to say it too, yeah. Such a Midwest thing. Really? I don't yeah. think of chicken well, as being a nervous you, bird. You know that Harbaugh also thinks that Michigan's America's team, so. Well, it is, that. apparently, according to Harbaugh. All right, uh, George, coming up, let's get in some Radio Tinder. Mm-hmm. Let's get to JT the Brick. Mm-hmm. And then let's get to Lakers' sons all mm-hmm. coming up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.